Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. Okay, anyway, guys, uh, I'm here with uh, Navin and Ricardo, uh, this week's students, and we are going to go over estimating 101. So here we go. So, um... It's funny, we just had a Mercedes name and saw me with uh, the S-Class. I don't know if you saw it, Ricardo, you might have been on the phone or mm-hmm. something. But we had a really nice S-Class, like a 19 or a 20. Yeah, 19. Yeah. Showed up, and good-sized dent, I would say, like a baby fist. If you've ever seen a baby punch a punch an object. All the time. Yeah, all the time, I see it. Violent babies, we have a problem with that around here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I'm probably a double baby fist in the left rear door so the dri- he gets to see it every day of course that bothers him right and i quoted i think 525 for that dent which was cheap for a black ass class and then secondly he had a bumper an easy bumper blend black not a metallic black almost a scuffing sheet needs a little glaze so thousand dollars was the bid for both the, the the repairs and he said oh buddy how about can you do you heard him can you do it for 600 can you do it for 500 I said, no, I can't do it. I said, you pay cash, I'll give you 10% off. That's it. So you could, we'll do everything for 900 bucks. And the, the labor in that is, is, the, um, is the dent, right? The bumper's a piece of cake. So I'm basically throwing the bumper in almost for free to sweat on. And that door's going to have, like, name we were talking about, it's going to have dual laminate glass. Um, you know, it, it, and the, the clear coat's really strong. If you ever worked on Mercedes, like wet sanding, it had a couple scratches in it, too. You know, the guy's getting a lot of value. So one of the main things as we get into estimating, one of the first things you guys got to ask yourself is, do I want to do the job? I mean, I don't know if you can answer that. If you're not running your own company, Ricardo, you may not have that opportunity, but you might. You might be able to secretly kind of, if, the, if you guys are busy and your supervisor doesn't care, maybe you're going you're gonna to bid a higher price. And David, same with you. You were talking about that, right? David's got a company that does wraps and, and uh, vinyl and, ceramic and and all kinds of stuff child trafficking i think no not so much that but everything else and and uh you were saying the same thing you were saying if you've got a customer that you don't want to do the job what's the easiest way to kind of dissuade them price high price it high price it to so price it so high that if you do get it you don't care because you're making so much money you know Mm -hmm. you know if you guys are so busy over there you you can't piss off your dealers you're not going to if they come at you with a hail car that's got, let's say, 10 dents in San Antonio, and you say that's going to be, like, if you price it in insurance money, where it's just like maybe like two grand, they're going to laugh. They're going to get, going to get pissed. Like, come on, bro. You know, we're giving you all these cars. You're, you're billing us tens of thousands of dollars a month, and you want two grand for this car when it's going to take your guy, maybe even you, in the future, an hour, right? You can't do that. So, so yeah, first thing you ask is, do I want the job? So, anyway, let, let's, let's get back to the list here. First thing I wrote is, Old versus new. So, this is mostly for retail, guys. This isn't wholesale. And I know both of you guys do some dealers. You, Ricardo, you guys don't do any, any retail. It's mostly just dealers. Not, mm-hmm. Not yet, but you will. Mm-hmm. So, this plays when you're dealing with, with, with customers that come in. If, if I've got, and I'm going to go extreme. I got a 2002 Prius that rolls in, or I got a 2020 Lambo. Am I going to charge the same money for, let's say, a one-inch dent in the door? Nope. Mm-hmm. Hell no. And even if the paint, if the body shop's going to paint a, a corner bumper on a Lambo versus a Prius, and the paint material costs the same, it's still going to be more. 
Because the risk, if you mess it, it up, it's the and, and they're right. Yeah. And even even if there is no risk, you have to charge, you have to charge more for those luxury cars. You do, and insurance pays more for that stuff. They pay more for Tesla and everything. So, price and, and the software doesn't do that. By the way, if you guys, I mean, I don't know what software you're using back at the shop, Ricardo, but but even if you use a Mobiltech RX, it will. It's not intelligent like that. It doesn't give a luxury bump. It, it should. You should be able to click bump. On lux- and it should have like luxury, like Mercedes, Lexus, Porsche, Audi, blah, 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 BMW. And then it should have super luxury. Mm-hmm. Like, like let's say I get a Maybach or a Lambo. I get a Ferrari. Okay. You're not going to, I'm not going to charge even Mercedes. I'm going to charge through the roof and, or a Bentley. And it goes with the same thing. We had a Bentley in here and I quoted the guy some pretty high money. He's like, wow, sounds like it's a lot more than you're going to charge me on my infinity. I'm like fucking damn straight it is. It's a Bentley. What if something in my shop falls into your car? You know, it's all, God forbid, you know? So, anyway, old versus new. Next one, lease versus owned. How would you guys think that you would price differently for lease versus owned? I do lease more because they got something to lose on their deposit. Okay. They have to return the lease and they okay. want to pay. Yeah. And they probably want it done. Right. How about you, Ricardo? What, what, would you, what do you think? Yeah, charge more on the lease one than the owned one. It's, it's, that's the way I used to think. And sometimes it's, I still play it that way. Those people that were here yesterday with, with that dent we did on the Volvo for 700 bucks, mm-hmm. those were lease car customers. And they were so scared about getting banged on that lease, even though it's not up for a year, the car was going in for service. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we cannot show the dealer. They're going to, they're going to note it. They were worried. So, and they probably would have because they walked the car to make sure that they're not, you know, Accused uh, of causing the damage. I mean, that thing was well, it was baby-sized dent. Here we're talking about babies again. Baby fists, baby dents. Everything's babies today. So everything that is leased, they have to take care of it. You know, if it's everything that is leased is a Mercedes, uh, BMW, Ferrari, uh, BMW. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. They're not gonna lease a Ford. Well, they are, but people, but yeah. they may not bring it into you. Mm-hmm. But now nah, you. You know, you have a captive audience, but here's the other thinking though. You're gonna have people that are gonna come in and, cause the lease means rent. It's a fancy word for renting, mm-hmm. right? They're renting the car. So let's say they come in with that average car you were just talking about, Ricardo. Let's say it's an F-150 mm-hmm. and it's got a, I don't know, engine half dent. It's beyond the, the size that they wouldn't weigh, right? And, and they're like, okay, I want you to take this dent out. Oh, time out, we got a part just rolled in. Are these the clips for the M3? Yep. Beautiful, let me give you a check. All right, the pins. The pins are here. You just want to come and hang out with us. I know you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right now, I got to go to PCH, so it'll be fun over there. Oh, yeah? It's freaking cold over there, honestly. It's cold. All right. BMW whopping six dollars and forty-eight cents. This is the smallest check I've ever written to BMW. Thank you for coming back, by the way. No problem. And the yellow is you, right? Yep. Thanks, All right, boss. Nice with me. All right, have a see you. All right, so leasing, the, the, one, the one caveat, guys, is when people are saying I'm renting it and I, they know they're burning cash. If one of you guys is leasing that F-150, I mean, you own your car. I don't know if you do or not. 
you're not you know that when you give them that money for the repair it's gone there's no it's not you're not investing in what you own so some people are going to come in and go look i just want the ah name i just want you to just push the dent push it out 60 percent so they see a little wave you know and save me money save me money because i'm i'm burning cash right now in this car so that's the attitude sometimes so sometimes lease customers are really cheap and i get it they're motivated to be cheap it's not their car they're renting it they're giving ford motor company or mercedes finance the freaking cash effectively right so know that when you deal with lease customers okay next one selling versus just bought the car versus i'm maintaining it who are those three scenarios do you think is most motivated to spend money dealers well forget dealers selling let's just say it's private party i'm like the guy with the porsche boxer was here earlier he's selling that car and that's why he fixed it who, who's more motivated i just bought the car i'm selling it or i'm maintaining it just bought it no. Just bought as a for for sure. I see selling it too. Just so they want it looking right. They want it looking right typically if they're smart and just bought. Those are almost even. The main the maintain is the one that's the lowest of the three for sure. There's an argument for just bought and sell. Just bought it has more intrinsic value even if it's used. If if I get somebody that's got a Hyundai uh, a Telluride is it a Kia Telluride? Yeah. If I get a Kia Telluride and it's two years old. Because it's a Kia, all of a sudden the Kia sets settles in, and even though that was forty or fifty grand, most of the time they won't spend money with me or not much, because they know it's kind of a cheap, like a Camaro. Mm -hmm. Camaro, oh wow, it's such a great car, it's a sports car, blah blah. And then they get in, they realize it's a tin can. It's an American piece of crap, unfortunately, yeah. you know. So, so yeah, selling or they just bought it. I'm talking within a month is going to bring you more cash on a repair, typically than a maintained vehicle. All right, uh, luxury versus standard. We just talked about this. That's that's common sense, mm -hmm. right? So, um, how about this one? Owner versus second party. Second party means your best friend and lover mm -hmm. just ran into your car, mm -hmm. and they're gonna pay for it. So you come in and say, "Hey, bro, I need you to fix my ride, my whip," and uh, I'm not paying for it though. Yeah. So do I need to give you like a bottom barrel deal or can I charge you full pop? Full pop. Full pop, right? What's the, what's the point? I mean, I, you know, I don't, there's no reason to deal. They're the person's on the hook. You want your car. You don't care how much it costs. Yeah. It's the same as using insurance. You don't care how much insurance gets paid, gets charged. What do you care about? I mean, what do you care about when you bring your car? What's, what's the one thing you care about? Uh, just want the job done. You want the job done right. Yeah, Fix my shit right. So two-party repairs, when some, that's, the, basically there's two things that really matter when, when you get a, an estimate in front of you. Do you want the job, and you can pick, which is crazy to think about, but you can pick by price, especially retail, Ricardo. David, you, can, you guys can yeah. do it. I mean, that's your business. You can do whatever you want. And then secondly, um, how did that happen? That's the first question I ask the customer. How did this damage happen? I'm, I'm, I'm connecting with the customer. I'm building rapport. I'm going to show empathy. But I also want to know, are you paying for it or is some other guy paying for it? Mm. Okay. Some other guy's paying for it. I mean, you're not going to ruin them, but, yeah, but you're going to, you're, you're not, there's no discount involved here. And, and sometimes people ask me, Hey, can you, can you hook me up with a deal? I'm like, why? You're not even paying for it. You know, why are you asking me to hook up for a deal? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Okay. So, um, let's see. All right, so there's, when we get to the estimating software, there's what's called factors. And that's a way you guys can raise or lower the price if you're using the software, okay? Like what you showed us on Monday. Yeah, I talked about aluminum, high-strength steel, 
body lines, all those things I showed you guys on Monday, right? So use those factors, either to deduct or to add, okay? And the customers, they appreciate the details. The guy that came in, Damon, that you and I were talking to with the Lexus, he wanted to know, hey, how are you going to do it? What's going to happen? How's this? That, was his, that car is brand new. You can see the pain in his face. Um, he just drove his brand new Lexus into a trash can. Driver's door, too. Driver's door. He's going to see it every day. And I quoted him six to seven hundred bucks for that three-inch crease. He's gonna go shop around. I, I think he's I think he's shopping, but also, no matter what he does, there's trust involved. He was here. I spoke confidently. Is are you gonna? I said if you can see it, I'm not gonna charge you. And it's also important that the owner goes out and speaks to them. Right. That, right. That makes customers. That's speak. it. That's it. I'm, when you get customers and they come, give an estimate, go to another shop. They messed up the car. They bring it back to you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, remember me? Yeah. Well, I took it to another place and happens well, all the time. It's double now because I got to fix the double estimate. or triple sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's not because I'm not I'm not butthurt. It's not an emotional thing. I don't care. Hey, if you want to go shop me, shop. I er, the the guy with the Lux or the Mercedes. I said go shop me. He goes, and he already knows. He's like, I know the bumper's going to be 1500 or 2000 I'm like, then why are you grinding me? <laughs> no, it's crazy. I, I had this poor girl who was getting married. She's like, and you know how women are. I need my car perfect for my wedding. I'm thinking to myself, are you driving this car to your wedding? It's an old 2000 Honda Accord. There's no way you're taking this car to your wedding. But she just wants peace of mind knowing her life's perfect on her wedding day. So what does she do? I quote her like 600 bucks. Take a, the whole front edge of the hood was dented. Oh, I can't afford that. I'm so sorry. Well, maybe come after the wedding, you know? Yeah. You know, congratulations. Here's some rice, and uh, we'll see you. She comes back a month later. She, you know who the gypsies are? You guys have gypsies out where you're at? No. They, no. they farm like Craigslist and shit, and they come out, and they, like, they'll spray paint shit, put cream on it, and do some scam bullshit, oh. and you're lucky you don't have them. They're, they're out here, and they're, oh, yeah. they're really big back east. Anyway, so she had the gypsies come and take care of her. For like a hundred bucks. I've seen them in the east. They paint whole cars on the street. Right on the street. Right at the Home Depot parking lot. Right in the back by, by the dumpster. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. I'm glad you don't have that in San Antonio. But anyway, long story short, she's like, can you help me now? You know? And it was after her wedding. The car got jacked up. And I said, yeah, I can. But now we have to replace your hood. And we literally did. So then she started crying and, you know, all kinds of stuff. It was, it was a wonderful scene. All right. So factors on, on a Mobile Tech RX. Use them. Obviously, R&I, explain to the customer if you have to replace a part. Maybe you need a fender molding, you know, mirror cover, whatever. And then go into the repair process like we do with the Lexus here. Also, energy. Naven, you see me do a lot of these estimates. You could tell. I, my tone goes up. My energy goes up. I'm talking to the people. I'm confident. Right, confident. You guys both asked me the other day. You were like, you explained to customers that it may not be perfect. It may not, and I said, no, just the opposite. If, if there's a repair that's not going to come out perfect, I'll tell them. But most of the stuff we touch on, we say it's going to be perfect. Because they want, they want it. What would you want to hear? They want to hear that. You're going to take care of my shit. Remember, PDR, business is a show. You got to get out there. You got to talk. I'll crack a joke unless they're like super serious. Yeah, my mom just died. Okay, I'm not going to crack a joke on, to that customer. Anybody else? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to lighten it up a little bit, you know? Um, so what's the first question? Here's the pop quiz. Pop quiz. How did excellent, excellent. Did you hear that, Ricardo? How did the damage happen? I did. I I know. I know. The answers are on the the, the test. And then uh, second, do they live close? Really, I like I like to ask that one. Um, it's small talk, but it tells me their resistance to coming back. 
If the, you know what I'm saying? If somebody says, I came an hour to just come get this estimate, you know, it, I like if, to ask them how long they've had the costume. That's, an, that's a great one. Because it's personal. You can tell by uh, how much someone cares and loves for the car just by looking inside or looking at the condition of it. What's the thing? There's something I always, I've talked about in the podcast. If you crack open the door and in the door panel there's microfibers. Uh-huh. I love that. And some yeah. little spray wax. Game over. Game over, buddy. I'm not giving you no deal. This is your freaking second wife right here. Yeah. You know, we're not cutting no deal because you love this car. I mean, in Texas, you guys take care of your trucks better than your women. Those tr- those, those trucks out there are amazing. Freaking lifted with the Banks turbos and the thousands of dollars of wheels and shit. Oh, my God. Those guys, those guys, the best trucks in the nation are probably in Texas. It's nuts. Absolutely nuts. So last thing I'll ask maybe is you, are you, you need to get this done soon. I'm trying to get rid of tire kickers. No, nah, I was just coming in. I figured, you know, I'd stop in. Or I or I hate this. You see rust in the dent. I mean, you know that thing's been there because we don't even get rust here. So if there's rust there, I think it's been there for like a year. Obviously, they don't care. They don't care. I just I need to move them can along. Can you still PDR or rust in there? One more time? Can you still Of course, yeah. You can totally. But then, then you really should, you should take the rust out and then at least do touch up. But yeah. Yeah, that Boxster that came in today had rust on that quarter pound. Which is rare. We don't get you guys get rust, right? Yeah, yeah, the black one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I would have loved to have done a lot of welding on it, but he's like, no, just fill it, paint it, ship it. I'm selling it. All right, buddy. So anyway, any questions about estimating? We'll we'll get into some more examples, but I just wanted to kind of go over the hot points for you guys. Um, no questions. Okay. Easy. All right. Good enough. Well, guess what time it is? It's time to do Google Pulling. It's a contest again. Let's get it on. WWE. All right, you ready? All right. Who's going to win this one? 